You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, party people? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire! For Friday, January 29th, final few days in the month of January 2021, off to a off to a blazing hot fire start for me and this podcast. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Kind of a slow sports weekend is afoot. No football for the first time in, geez, five months. And we'll have some NBA, some college hoops, but this may be the weekend to uh, chillax if the uh, kids are still saying that word. Uh, with the fam, sit back, maybe uh, warm up the fireplace on the East Coast. Looks like you guys are getting heavy snow. Um, it was kind of a mediocre Thursday, if you will, in sports. we got a couple good topics, but I think what you'll enjoy even more coming up is an interview with a former Jet safety, Kerry Rhodes. Um, he was in that secondary with Darrell Revis. They went to an AFC title game. I'm a Jets fan. Uh, Kerry Rhodes actually had some beef with Rex Ryan. He'll air that out. He was a pretty accomplished basketball star in high school. And he plays some basketball out here in L.A. I've not been on the court with him. 
He will kind of mock me for the idea that I could be on the court. I think you'll enjoy that. But first, a couple topics I want to hit. Um, obviously, Deshaun Watson demanding a trade was a big deal Thursday, but it got like kicked down the road a little bit with some other things that happened. First, before I get to the sports, I just have to say, I'm utterly fascinated by the GameStop, AMC, stock market um, kerfuffle that ah, it's actually way bigger than a kerfuffle. It was huge news all week. I've been obsessed reading about it, texting with friends. I know a lot of guys who listen to this podcast are way into the stock market and day trading. Um, I don't know how we're going to work that into a show, but I promise you at some point we are. Because I, I, I just think this story is unbelievable. And it's one of those deals where last year, 2020, everybody was constantly divided because of a certain somebody. Um 2021, early, we're seeing a lot of people on opposite sides coming together. And I kind of love that. That That's the uh, GameStop story, but we're not diving deep into that here on a Friday podcast. I believe the biggest story out there, and I don't know if too many people are going to be talking about it early, but I guarantee you by lunch on the East Coast today, this is going to be a story. I believe Tony Romo has lost his mind. I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure. He was doing a media call Thursday night and said the significance of this Super Bowl. Okay, now Romo and Nance are calling the Super Bowl. You obviously need to know that. Tony Romo said, this is the biggest game Patrick Mahomes will play in the rest of his career. And if Mahomes loses, he cannot catch Tom Brady as the greatest player to ever play football. Now, that on so many levels is utterly ridiculous. And I like Tony Romo. He seems like a great dude. I like hearing him announce games. Um, He was very wrong in Chiefs-Browns, but weren't we all on the fourth down? But I really like Romo. I think him and Nance are an incredible duo. And he is way, way, way wrong here. Okay, first of all, Patrick Mahomes is 25 years old. Like, wrap your head around that, okay? If Brady's playing at 43... Patrick Mahomes' father was a professional baseball player. Mahomes knows a little bit about how to, um, you know, prolong your career, what an athlete needs to do in the offseason. And my guess is we've got at least another 10 to 15 years of Patrick Mahomes. We know the quarterbacks are staying a lot longer in the league than they have before, right? That's obvious. 10 10 to 15 more years of Mahomes. You're telling me? This is the biggest game he'll ever play, and he can't catch Tom Brady if he loses to Brady in this Super Bowl? That's, like, ridiculous. First of all, there is a chance that one of these seasons, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are 18-0 heading into the Super Bowl. That's a very real possibility. Who knows? Maybe they don't get the number one seed, and they're 19-0. Okay? We don't know. Patrick Mahomes could be going for back-to-back-to-back Super Bowls. We have no idea. Nobody has any clue what's going to happen. Maybe at some point Andy Reid hangs him up and Mahomes takes a step back. Tyreek Hill, Kelsey move on, blah, blah, blah. Anything can happen. But for Romo to try to hype the game under that pretense and that this is the biggest game Mahomes will ever play at the age of 25, given what we've seen from him the last three years, his first three years as a starter, AFC title game, Super Bowl MVP, and back to the Super Bowl. This idea that like it's not going to get bigger than this for Mahomes is silly. And I know Romo's just trying to hype it up. I get it. Tony, you're way off base. All right, quickly, I want to go to story number two. 
Ben Roethlisberger preemptively made a stunning move. He came out and said, hey, 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 I, I, I want us to do great things. I'm willing to restructure my deal so I can stick around longer and help the team win. I know I'm a $41 million salary cap hit next year. I'm willing to adjust that. (laughs) Ben Roethlisberger must be listening to this podcast. I'm telling you, folks. Ben Roethlisberger, down the stretch, was a 1,000% washed, okay? This is a great stat. He had 14 interceptions last year. 10 in the regular season, 4 in the loss to the Browns. In the final... One, two, three, four, five. Final six games, he had nine picks. Nine. He had nine of his 14 interceptions down the stretch. He looked like a fossil in December, okay? In that remake, uh, makeup game against Baltimore, he was pretty bad. Um, They should have wiped the floor with the Ravens, who were down to their third-string quarterback, and Big Ben started to look like, oh, what's going on here? Then... Against Washington, Ben, another, just not a good game. Unimpressive work from Roethlisberger. They led 14-0 and ended up losing to Washington. Then against Buffalo, that's when the meltdown really began. Two picks, uh, brutal, absolutely brutal pick six. And yeah, it cost me money. I'm not salty about that. It's a month and change old. It was just, he was bad in that game. Pick six right before the half, flipped the game, Buffalo wins. Next week out, you're like, oh, they're going to rebound against Cincinnati. Primetime game. And Ben was awful. I would have said that was rock bottom in the regular season. But as bad as that was, 52% completions, um, 4.5 yards per attempt against the hopeless Bengals. He did rebound against the Colts the final week uh, with three TDs. That was, you know, the game where he said, I didn't like what our offense was calling, so I just went rogue and called my plays in the second half and we were dominant. Okay, fine. Why the hell didn't you do that against the Browns? Four picks? I know that the the record will show, he threw for 500 yards, Jason, come on. Well, that's because he dug them a a, a 28, what was it, 28 nothing hole. I think 28 nothing. I mean, they were down a million points, ended up losing the game, and Ben Roethlisberger was bad in that game. I mean, the guy had, yeah, 28 nothing Browns in the first quarter. Ben, multiple interceptions, just terrible decision-making process. And you're damn right he wants to uh, adjust so they can, they don't have a $41 million cap hit. Now, the question becomes, does Pittsburgh have the cojones to kick him to the curb and say, hey, thank you for your service, we're moving on? Um, I don't know. My guess is no. Ben's trying to be the bigger guy, extend his career. He sees Breeze go to the playoffs at his age, he sees Brady in the Super Bowl at his age. He sees Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in the Super Bowl. I know people are so mad at me about that tweet. You guys know that? Like a bunch of barstool jabronis start jumping down my throat. I guess they're Steeler fans. And they were they're all jammed up. Like I was taking shots at Big Ben. I didn't even think about Big Ben. I said Big Ben's kicking rocks because two, two chumps. And I don't even like Antonio Brown. He's a bad human being. Le'Veon Bell was garbage with my Jets. I find it funny that they are in the Super Bowl. And Ben Roethlisberger's at home wondering where the hell his 11-0 season went. That is funny. If you can't find that funny, you got problems. At any rate, my guess is the Steelers bring back Big Ben. And, you know, the third biggest story. No, it's not the Lakers losing to the Pistons on a back-to-back. 
Pistons, the worst team in the league. Yes, I bet their season win totals under, and they now have won two straight, and I'm a little shook. No, they're like 5-17. and 17. Um, Anthony Davis didn't play. I don't know why LeBron played 35 minutes on a back-to-back in January. I, I feel like I need to send a message to Frank Vogel, who lives in my neighborhood. Not that I'm in a baller neighborhood. He's in the baller portion of the area, uh, the, uh, the neighborhood. I'm not. <laughs> uh, but I'd like to tell Frank Vogel, like, hey, man, tell LeBron he's not playing on a back-to-back 35 minutes. You want to get out there 20 minutes, get some exercise, fine. Give those minutes to Taylor Horton Tucker. Okay, back to Deshaun Watson. Before we get to Kerry Rhodes, I guess all I've got to say about Watson is, you know, no surprise. And I don't believe that there's a path to the Texans playing hardball. We're not trading you. You're going to have to hold out. Like, I don't think that that's the move they want to do. Okay, the agents rule the NFL. The top agents have a lot of the best players. Deshaun Watson has a powerful agent. If you, as a franchise, the owner lied to Watson's face, and if his next move was, fine, we're going to be jerks. You you got to show up and play, or um, we're not trading you. The agent will then say, man, you're really doing my client dirty. When it's free agent time, don't come calling me for my guys. Because I know you're a trash organization, and I'm not sending my guys into your organization. Now, the Houston Texans, uh, again, you can listen to Thursday podcast. Like, I, I don't know why they hired this kid, Cully. Um, very, a well, kid, he's 65 years old. But it's not a good move. The optics are bad when you look around the rest of the league. I mean, coaches are getting younger. Coaches are offensive-minded. And you're hiring a guy who's never been an offensive coordinator in the NFL. And he's 65! Deshaun Watson has a right to be pissed off. And I will maintain the Jets are in the mix. I think the Dolphins are. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. Wouldn't shock me if neither of those two teams got him. Watson, top 10 quarterback for sure in the NFL. This season, statistically, he was top five. Even though they were 4-12. and And he could go to, I would guess, at least 20 teams. 20 of the 32 teams are going to be calling about Deshaun Watson. And a lot of them won't have the draft capital. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, if you're McVay, is there a way you can say, we'll eat salary, um, you know, we'll eat part of Goff's salary, just take him off our hands, and we'll get, get us Watson. What if Nick Cesario former Patriots guy for over a decade, says we'll give Deshaun Watson to, the, to Belichick for a bunch of picks. Um, remember, relationships matter. You guys know this in life, especially in sports, really in the NFL. The story is Belichick ended up giving Jimmy Garoppolo to the Niners for a second-round pick when he could have got more from the Browns. But Belichick did not want to send Jimmy G, who he liked, to a crap organization like the Browns, which they were at the time. And an organization which treated Belichick like garbage two decades earlier. Relationships matter. Belichick had a good relationship with Shanahan's father. He sent Jimmy G to Shanahan's son. They got to the Super Bowl. I would be very, very devastated as a Jets fan if the Patriots landed Deshaun Watson. But it's in play. All right, enough of me. It's time for a great interview with former NFL safety, Kerry Rhodes. 
You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy knows another guy all right let's welcome into straight fire a former new york jet you guys know about my love for the jets 
dating back till I was a little kid, huge Jets fan. This guy was on the first team that went to the AFC Championship with Mark Sanchez and Darrell Revis. Let's bring in Kerry Rhodes, former Jets safety. Kerry, how are you, man? Jason, I'm doing well, man. I know you're struggling, though, being a jet, a lifelong Jet fan. Well. So, so uh, you know, you know, I'll take it easy on you, though. I'll take you it easy. were, you were an integral part to, um, you know, one of the two best teams, the '98 yeah. team. I wasn't super into. Uh, you know, I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Vinny Testaverde, yep. Wayne Crebet. I liked, but I liked your team and 2010. Those teams, man, I was so into them. Uh, but listen, the Jets have good news. Why? Why don't we start there? Yeah. If you're the Jets, Kerry yeah. Rhodes. Yeah. We'll get to the Super Bowl and all that fun stuff. Yeah. If you're the Jets, what are you willing to give up to get Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans? Well, you give up the kitchen sink to get a guy who can change your franchise, right? So a guy like Deshaun Watson can come in, and especially if he wants to be there. I mean, the the rumors now. I mean, that, I mean that's his top place to be. And so, whenever you have somebody like that of his caliber that wants to go to your franchise and help change the change the narrative there around that team. I mean, you 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 give whatever you can to get them, to be okay, honest. Okay, okay. Let's say that the uh, Texans get all greedy. Yeah. We want the Seattle pick. We yeah. want your pick, which is number two. Yeah. We want Quinn and Williams. Mm-hmm. And we want next year's number one. Yeah. You're doing yeah. all that? I'm doing all that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, to get, that's to, four ones. Yeah, yeah. Quinn and get, Williams, of course, went, what, top five? Yeah, he did. No, Quinn and Quinn's great. I mean, it's not anything against him at all. I mean, we'll... A D tackle change your franchise, or will a, will a, or will a, a star quarterback change your franchise? Uh, which yeah, one? Which, which which way do you go? Which way do you lean? So, and I don't even think it's saying Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams was a failure because he's not. He's a he's a baller. But oh no, yeah. According oh, yeah. to Pro Football Focus, this oh, past no. year he was like a top three defensive tackle. Obviously, Aaron Donald is the gold standard, but yes, uh, Quentin Williams was phenomenal this year. No, no, no. He plays well, and I, I'm, I've known him for a while because of the Alabama roots, but. Um, yeah, he's a baller, but he's not Deshaun Watson um, type of an impact player. And so, yeah, I mean, you you take you take you take that. I mean, you make that switch. Um, I, I, what, what do you make of Deshaun Watson trying to say, you know what, I'm done with this? The owner lied to me. Um, the team is a dumpster fire. Yeah. You know, this new GM, this new head coach. I mean, they hired a 65 year old dude who I don't. I hadn't. I tried to look, Kerry. I don't think Cully interviewed anywhere for a head coaching job in the last decade. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Like, do you think Watson has a right to be pissed? I think he has a right a right to be pissed only because they made that an option, right? So if if there's conversation, and we've heard that the conversations internally was that they were going to give some stock into what Deshaun Watson thought about the GM and the head coaching job, right? So if they're having those discussions, and then all of a sudden they switch that around and just go out and do what they want to do regardless, and your quarterback feels a certain way about it, Obviously, that's a that's a big deal. But also, there's this thing where it's let him play quarterback and you make the decisions. That's fine. But if you're going to tell him that he's going to be involved, just just be honest. And I don't think um, once you break the trust there with, uh, you know, with with management and your star player, then it's always going to be a murky thing. Yeah, it's one of those weird uh, off seasons, uh, Kerry, where Matt Stafford went to management and was like, yo, I'm done here. Yeah, um, yeah. Deshaun Watson, obviously. Jimmy Garoppolo may hit the market. There's yep. Carson Wentz. I don't know if he's trying to force his way out anymore, but he was really ticked that he lost his starting job. Some people seem upset that the NFL is starting to get a little bit of a 
player empowerment vibe that the NBA's had. Yeah. And you are, you know, you were an accomplished high school basketball player, all yep. state. You play in leagues out here in LA. We'll get to yep. that. But yep. how do you feel about the NFL stars kind of dictating where they go? I freaking love it, man. Ah! I, I freaking love it. I mean, it's that thing where, like, again, people are starting to feel their power. And I know these players, it's very hard in a league like the NFL where it's really next man up because there's some younger guy that will take less to be in that situation that they're in. But also, I mean, it's still always going to be a star-driven league. And so once the stars realize that their voice matters, and and I think now with this advanced social media age and people being able to be, you know, Twitter GMs and and, and <laughs> Instagram GMs and, and have their input that way where it doesn't have to literally go through um, – your, your, your few your few beat writers around the team or the, or the local papers where you can get the information out like it can really be out instantaneously to the masses so i mean people are their own own gms and people can run their own teams right now especially with the power that they have and they're starting to realize all right let's quickly pivot to those jets teams uh the 2009 yeah. one first of all yeah. they trade up to get sanchez yeah. and you know a kid out of usc going to new york pretty boy um I don't. There was a lot of people skeptical, and they go to the AFC Championship. I just want you to go back to that team when you started the season. I mean, this is a Jets team that not many people had pegged going this far. Yeah. Um, you know, you were on the team the year prior. I think the year prior was Favre. Yep. Um, yep. T- talk about that season. Like, what what jumps out at you from from memory? Because the secondary was incredible. Yeah. The funny thing about going into '09 was that we knew we were really good. We were a really good team, and I think people forget that 2008 year. We and I think at at one point we were nine and three, or we, yes. were, we're, we were really good. And um, Brett Favre got hurt, right? But he kept mm. playing, and so the play on that side declined declined and so we couldn't really make up with it with the defense that we had at that time and it just didn't balance out but the talent was there and we knew that we could if we got somebody that can come in and manage the game and and play mistake free football for us we would have a chance because the defense is going to be strong and so we uh we put all those things together and it wasn't without struggle in that first year but once we got everything together and started to click man it was just one of those things where we knew we could be special and we just really trusted, trusted in the system and trusted in ourselves. So, I mean, we were, we, we knew, we knew we had a good team. Now, AFC, AFC championship game, you know, a couple of plays away from being in the Super Bowl, you know, you can't predict that, but yeah. I mean, we were there, we were close. It, it was weird because, um, you know, Rex Ryan, everybody loved that guy. He would just talk a lot of smack. The media yeah. ate it all up. He was really good those first two years. They went AFC title game. You know, and you could argue it was a lot of Mangini's guys. Yes. Uh, you were in that regime. And I, I'm friendly yeah. with Mangini. You know, he's been on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and the first two years were great. Uh, Rex Ryan was never above 500 after that. Yeah. He went to Buffalo and kind of flopped. I'm just curious. You guys had a bit of war of words. He called you Hollywood and all that. Yeah, yeah. What do you think that stems from? Did you guys not end well? Oh, no. We didn't We didn't end well at all. But I think the, it, it was just it was one of those things where, like you said, it was a lot of Mangini guys, a lot of, a lot of like Herm and Mangini guys that were left over still on those mm. teams. And then, you know, we got a few guys in with the Mangini era, uh, era like, you know, the Paces and the, and the Jenkins and uh, all those guys that came in. But, I mean, the Washingtons, the Jones, all those guys were guys that were, we were already there. So, um, you know, he came in and did a good job of that and, and, and kind of lit a fire in us. And uh, 
he did bring a confidence and a swagger that we were missing at the time. But after all that stuff, you know, after some of our guys left and we kind of moved on and he started bringing his guys in, it just wasn't the same. And, you know, the good thing about Rex, he was a guy that people would believe in because he, you know, he talked a really good game and he was very successful as a defensive coordinator, right? So we knew the pedigree was already there. But, you know, managing the game and doing cer- certain things that a head coach, um, you know, it's called on to do outside of those, you know, getting players to 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 believe and buy in. He, he just, I don't think, was his strong suit. So right. that really was it. Yeah, I mean, you're right. That's a good point. Like, anybody can come and take, like, a group of guys that are close yeah. and get them all fired up and excited and get in that confidence. Yeah. But eventually that wears off, right? Oh, and, yeah. And it seems like after that, Rex did not have a counterpunch. And I'm not going, I'm not t- attacking the guy here. No, no. Um. But he never had a winning record after those first two years. Yeah. Let go in Buffalo, and, you know, he's made the transition to TV, and I don't know that he's going back to coaching. Yeah, he won't. I don't think he'll get another head coaching job, no. But I think if he wants to come back and be a defensive coordinator somewhere, he definitely can do that. That's always an option. And, I mean, I think, to be honest, that's, his, that's, that's where he should be. I mean, he's very, very, very great at that. I and mean, he's a, he is a motivator of men. And, uh, you know, he will have he will have success there if he does that. But if he tries to go back into the head coaching game, I just don't really see it working. Yeah. yeah. And then you went to Arizona after that and mm-hmm. had I don't know. Would you say as much success as you had in New York or no? I had I think I had just, I think I was better to be honest. Oh. I had this I had this. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, my years in New York were great, and and I and I and I did play really well. And I think the AFC was the only reason I wasn't a uh, eight seven time eight time. Pro Bowler and, and all that stuff was just because of the guys who were in, in the AFC. I mean, you had Aaron Reed, yeah. you had Troy Palmoli, you had those guys that were uh, just year in, year out. It didn't really matter what they did. They were going to get that nod. So, I mean, I played I played great there, but I think in Arizona, it was one of those things where I just, I don't know, I, I found this this renewed love for the game and, and, and appreciation for, you no. Know, as we get older, we always start to appreciate things a little differently, right? And so you have this... Yes. You have this like time is running out, so you might want to enjoy this thing. <laughs> and uh, where New York was like, if I played at an all-star level one game and, and maybe a little bit off that level a little bit, like the, the it, it seemed like the world was falling, was falling, oh, yeah. right? The sky was falling. <laughs> so you just, in Arizona, it was more about the relationships and like the fans were really like, they were just, and, and, I, and I say this very complimentary. They were very just wanting to see a good product on the field. And they just enjoyed any kind of wins that came in Arizona. <laughs> Where in New York, you know how that is. It's like either you win or you're a loser. Like there's no yeah. in between there, there's right? There's no middle ground. There's yeah, no yeah, middle yeah. ground. So I just enjoyed my time in Arizona, man. I was a little bit more mature and I was a little bit more um, just, you know, knowing that this thing is it's not long it's it, it doesn't last forever so I had, I had a lot of fun there and played well yeah talk me through what it's like when the career is ending I'm always fascinated by mm-hmm. you know you guys have the fame and adulation everywhere you go people are oh Carrie what's an autograph yeah. and yeah. you know applauses it's people staring at you everywhere you go like once that starts to wear off I, yeah I, can you can you quantify that or, you know, put it into words for the audience? Yeah, there is no there. I mean, I can tell you this. So it's it's almost like a like a rock star, right? You go into the venue, there's 30,000 people screaming for one person and you 
you know, or a band or whatever it is. And you get this instant gratification of, wow, they're here for me. They're here to see me. They're here to, they're here to see us, right? They're here, they're here to see us perform. And you get that instant gratification of the crowd cheering and, and giving their adulation back to you right there on the spot. And you get accustomed to that. And so as a football player, you have that same feeling. It's just like a rock star, especially you come in as a starter and you, you run out and they call your name out and it's 70,000 people screaming your name. And when you leave, like you said, the autographs, the recognition, all that stuff is there. As soon as that's over, that instantly changes. That's like you're, you're instantly known as Kerry Rose, the guy that used to play for the Jets, right? <laughs> and so, you know, like, and then you have like these younger fans that are growing up as well. And next thing you know, like they're, they, they don't know you and they think that you're, you're old. Like, it's just like this instant, like, click of you, you just don't matter as much right now. Yeah. And so if you're not used to that, you don't have a game plan for the second, second phase of your life or the second career, then it's, you get stuck on just those moments and, and, what that, and what those moments felt like instead of understanding that in the moment now, you still have the opportunity to do something great and do something meaningful for your life and switch that switch. So, I mean, I think for me, it was a little bit easier, even though I did go through little bouts of depression with leaving the game. I think a lot of guys don't have that next step available and don't have that support group available to kind of usher them into the new world. And it, and just so people know, it's not like, oh, you had this as like a five to 10 year career. I mean, you know, you were a star at Louisville. You yeah. were a high school quarterback slash yeah. basketball star. Like, yeah. so we're talking about 15 years now, people cheering for you and, oh, hey, what's up, man? You know, wanting to get in your circle and all that. So it's yeah. not, it's not like it's just a short flame. This was a long, this is probably, you know, you were starting to get recognized at what, like 15 years old, maybe earlier. I don't know. Man, I was. I was getting recruited to play at high schools at nine, you know, like, so I had, I had people come into my games in little league to, to get me to their school. So for a long time, <laughs> for a long uh-huh. time. So yeah, I've had that, uh, um, people wanting to be in my circle and people wanting me to do something for them or be involved with them in some kind of capacity for a long time. Right. So then you go, like you said, to that not being a thing anymore. And it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough, man. I think, oh, yeah. I think we all just need to understand as players, I'm speaking to myself as well, uh, but you just have to realize, man, that there is so much more that we can do. And we're so much more capable of just being these gladiators that entertain people. And I think, you know, once we get into the understanding and the group environment of understanding that we just have to have these conversations together and know that we're not alone, you know, because people think that we do this and we're all alone, but we're not. I wonder, you know, I, I speculated. Kyrie Irving sounds like he's probably going through some of this now. Yeah, um, that's my guy Brooklyn, too. But yeah, oh, you guys are friendly. I don't know. I no, no, no. I don't know him well. I, I, I think he's very. I think he's one. Well, I think I talked to Robert about him a little bit, but he's, he's the, he may be the most skilled player in the NBA. And I, wow. And I'm a big Duke fan, but I've always, I've watched him since he was, when, since he was younger, knowing he was in, in the New Jersey area, and so just seeing how skilled he is and seeing how far he's come as a man and being his own voice and being somebody that stands up for what he believes in. I, I really appreciate him. I, 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 I think he does some things that brings a lot of this, this bad negative attention on himself um, in a bad way, which is warranted because he does it in a way that's only fitted for him. And I think there is a little bit of, he has to be careful with that. But as far as him speaking his mind and being his own man, man, it's, it's refreshing to see. 
I want to quickly go back to Louisville. Uh, yeah. Lamar Jackson, obviously, uh, maybe the best player in Louisville football history. I don't yeah. know, certainly up there. Yeah. Um, you know, the Ravens have to make a decision on extending him. Do they give him that humongous contract? You know, we've seen other teams, for instance, Russell Wilson in Seattle. Um, once you get off that rookie deal and you yep. pay them heavily, you've got yep. to make cuts elsewhere. Yep. Um, Baltimore Ravens come to you, you know, Kerry, uh, you're a smart mind, you're an intelligent guy. Would you pay Lamar Jackson that top <laughs> dollar, that super max, if you will, yeah. uh, to be the Ravens quarterback for the, uh, you know, the next five, six years? Dude, that's such a tough question, Jason, because he's, um, cause he's, um, Yes, his play warrants warrants that, right? I mean, he's there. Well, regular season. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, well, that's that. true, but also with the because re- that that kind of irks me a little bit as well. I think I don't think they do a good job of calling plays in in the playoffs. Now he hasn't completely blown everybody away, obviously with his you know with his play in playoff games. But I think he played well enough to win this postseason, and I think. A lot of times, even when they played San Diego the first time, when he had the horrendous first three quarters. They start to pass the ball, like literally yeah. open it up and pass the ball and let him throw the ball, and they came back. They made the game competitive now. They weren't going to win the game, but the guy can throw the ball. I think they need to develop their passing game more. And it's – I know once you get this one, you know, this one trick that works, sometimes you want to keep doing it and keep, yeah. you know, being successful. But teams are going to catch up to that, especially in the playoffs where you can really just hone in on one person and, and hone in on the game plan that, you know, really stop one team and one person they're not going to let you do the best thing you want to do so you have to have this i think it comes down to coaching but i also think he he needs to play a little better but it's not all his fault and so yeah it's like my son and i started to play madden and he discovered he found a play that is automatic (laughs) mesh whatever where there's crossing patterns and a guy deep and he just uses it every down exactly and i tell him you know bryce you gotta mix it up because eventually the computer is gonna figure out oh he's doing this play every single time and they're gonna shut it down and pick it off and he's like no this is automatic dad it works and and it's like with lamar jackson like at some point you're gonna have to see an off-speed pitch from him right jason i watch their games and i call their plays (laughs) <laughs> they're, the, they're, they're the only team that I really watch because I, I, I only I support players and I support people I know. I don't really have okay. a team, team. But so but he's my guy. I talk I, I talk to Lamar a lot, but like I see him and I watch their game and I'm literally calling their play. So if I'm do, and if I'm doing that with no investment, I'm sure teams can, you know, make a plan to stop him in the playoffs, especially when it's really really X's and O's in that point, in that time of the year. So it's um, it's a combination of both. But for me, I mean, if I was a GM, like you, you want to, you're going to keep a guy like that. Now, I think the first approach with him, with, with, with me would be to say, listen, we're going to pay you. I'm going to let him know that he's, he's, he's going to get paid. But my also, my, my other pitch to him would be, do you want to win? And do you want this narrative to change for you in the postseason? You take this contract, which is a little more team friendly, right? Maybe we'll give you a lesser amount of years. So obviously we can bring, we can come back and have this discussion later. But do you want to take a really, really good number and bring in some more weapons on the, on, at the receiver position that can really make your game go to the next level? Or do you want to just get paid? Like I would really put the ball in his court. And a guy like him who is a team guy – I promise you he would make that decision accordingly. Ah, well, that'll be interesting because remember, Jared Goff had gotten to the Super Bowl with the Rams 
And, you know, we know he's not great. He's not a top 10 quarterback by right. any stretch. Right. He got big, big, big money. Yeah. And now the Rams are, like, refusing to commit to him. So, like, exactly. NFL is super tough. I am curious as to your thoughts on the Super Bowl here. Patrick Mahomes obviously got his $500 million deal. It doesn't kick in yet. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, that's almost like a bargain given how good this guy's been, right? I mean, Lamar has struggled in the playoffs. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is phenomenal in the postseason. Um, yeah. I don't know who you, who you like in the Super Bowl, Tampa or uh, KC? No, Kansas City, 100%. But, okay. but, 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 I mean, obviously you can never count out a team that has uh, the old goat on it. So, uh we got we got to see, but Kansas City is the better team. I mean, they their Tampa Bay's defense has been playing lights out in the playoffs, but I think um, it, there's been no formula to stop Patrick Mahomes in that offense. I mean, they just have so many weapons, and not even the weapons. It's just they're so well coached, and their offense is so well well organized, man. So they they have the answer usually, and so I mean, if if a team if they don't make mistakes, and even when they do make mistakes, they still win. <laughs> but if they don't make mistakes, I mean, they win this game by double digits, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. All right, we'll wrap up. I know you're a big basketball guy. So yes. you were like an All-State player um, yeah, yeah. in Alabama. What yeah. position? I played the guard. I played any guard position, the one, two, or, or I could play the, or the three wow. as well. So, yeah. so quarterback of the high school football team and yeah. point guard, and yeah. everybody was recruiting you. Yeah. Man, that must have been some life in Alabama. <laughs> um, and yeah. now, um, you know, you, you get out here, you're out in L.A., yeah. and you're playing basketball in men's leagues, huh? Yeah. Now, yeah, I, yeah. obviously you're not in the league I'm in, uh, which is a level well, I haven't played in it in two years, but um, – you know, I'm a, I would say I'm a tier or two below you. Um, <laughs> I, I do know Terrell Owens, and I yeah, had, I had yeah. uh, cameoed in the league he's in. Yeah. That's out of my league, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, who are some of the NBA players you played with? Man, I've played in, I've played in all the, the summer, summer stuff, man, when they're, they're out here in UCLA. I mean, I've, the Westbrooks, the, I've played with Jay, Jay Will, Jay Will, who was, yeah, yeah, mm. doing a great job with ESPN and all that stuff, but I mean, all those guys, man. It's it's so hard. I mean, Common, Common used to play with us a lot out here. Common, can he? Can he? Who? Common can play, man. Common can play. He's uh, okay. and he loves it too. He's an avid player. Um, who else? I think Durant and all those guys were out here. I mean, it's changed. I mean, through my years, I'm old now. So I mean, the the right. the Jason Terry's, the uh, the Stephon Marbury's, the who? Else? I mean, a, a lot of them, man. So I played yeah. a lot of those guys. <laughs> Uh, and, and I do want to highlight, you are somehow a fan of the Dallas Mavericks, despite <laughs> uh, growing up in Alabama. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I actually floated this on social media on Thursday that, um, you know, they're only 8 and 10 this year. Luka's playing phenomenal. Yeah. Triple doubles. I mean, he's not the reason they're, I mean, they can't get stops to save their life. Um, yeah. yeah. But it just feels like that Seth Curry trade has kind of backfired. I don't know why people like Josh Richardson so much. He, when Philly got him, it was like, oh, we got Josh Richardson. I was like, what has this guy done? You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and, and and I wonder, does Luca have like a complaint to management? Hey, man, we've taken a step back. Do you think they can go get Bradley Beal? I don't think they've taken a step back, Jason. I think they've been one of the teams that have been killed by the uh, by the COVID protocol stuff. Mm, and I, so okay. they've had five of their key players out for. I mean. The last so this streak they're on, this last losing streak they've been on. I think these guys are almost been out a month now. They just got them back yesterday. They just got uh Richardson, uh Powell, Finney Smith, and uh 
Yeah, it's, but I mean, come on, Carrie, are those guys really game changers? I know they're role players and they yeah. matter. Maxi Kleber matters. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, the reality is like they don't really. I don't know if I consider Porzingis a, a legit second star. He's not reliable. I see. I, I that that kills me too. That narrative, man. It's so hard for Porzingis to play. It's hard to play. It's hard to play with a guy like Luca, right? I mean, I, I, it's this going to wait, wait, wait. Listen, hard listen. to play with Luca? No, no. Listen, as as a second star. Not, oh, okay. not, not, not other guys. So that's why they have so much success, right? They have guys that buy into the system, buy into the team, and do all the other things outside of what Luca, you know, supposedly can't do, right? And so the fit fits well. But when you're a guy like Porzingis, who was the, the you know, he was the go-to guy in New York. He was the number one option to come and be the second option on the team where a guy is a ball-dominant guy like Luca. It's very hard for a guy like Porzingis to get his touches and get his rhythm. So. If you say, if you want, and then it's so weird because when Porzingis gets the ball, you can literally see in his mind like he has to shoot this he's time, get, yeah, he's gonna or 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 he won't get a shot. So it's that whole dynamic of how do you your top two players play together and how do they mesh? Because there were times last year when Luca was out and KP was the only guy there and they were still winning. And Porzingis started averaging thirty. He was Player of the Month in the Western Conference all in the Western Conference. So. The guy can play, and he is a two. He's definitely a number two option. But okay, so let's say Washington wanted KP in uh-huh. the deal for Beal. Are you doing that? <laughs> I mean, if you if you do that for Dallas and you give up KP and whoever else for Bradley, I Beal, mean, somehow they're gonna have to get their hands on draft picks because I think yeah, that's what Washington wants. Yeah, you're, you're not gonna be increment. You're, you might be incrementally better, but you're not gonna. You're still gonna be in the same position. So if you want to really win, I mean, keeping Luke and KP together and making them work is the best option. Then you can bring in a guy like a, a third star, like Bill or somebody else. But I think if you were to do a swap like that, you're not going to be, I mean, yeah, you're not going to yeah. be that much I, again, better. I have no idea if Washington would want a guy who's always hurt. And Porzingis, you know. Know, you know this, Kerry. He's I do know he's hurt. Guy. I know he's hurt. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, well, all right, I'll wrap up on this one. Um, since you are such an NBA guy, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, <laughs> who... Is the better player? I'm not asking who's had the better career because we know yeah. that's LeBron given yeah. the 18 seasons. Yeah, who do you think is a better player? I'm I'm old school with this as well. I'm I'm a Jordan I'm a Jordan stand. So Jordan would be my <laughs> would be my better player. But I know LeBron, man. It's nobody. I mean, nobody rivals his career. I mean, he's I mean he's still doing this at year 18, averaging. I mean, yeah. scoring 46 points the other day. Like it's just it's ridiculous. He's he's not from this planet. So it's it's. I mean, whoever you pick out of those two, you can't be wrong. Yeah. All right. Kerry Rhodes, former Jets safety, uh, played with Arizona, uh, was on. I, you could argue he was on the greatest Jets team this century. Is that that's a fair statement, right? Oh, of course. I mean, unless you think the 2010 team was better. No, they they were not better because because right. I was because I wasn't on that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kerry. Thanks a lot, and uh, you know, keep up the good work. Uh, in your post-NFL career. Thank you so much, Jason. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles 
and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.